All right, welcome to the third episode of the Haleakalon, the greatest podcast in the world. Today we're going to be discussing whether we actually retain the information that teachers teach us in their classes, and how a teacher should structure their classes, and whether what we're learning in class actually helps us for the future. So, um, does anyone uh, want to get started on like how we conference. actually structure our classes right now, like the status quo wise, you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a what a complex topic. Status quo. I, why don't you get started? You always start. Okay, I do want <laughs> you to start. Okay, so I think um, classes. It depends on what class. Like I, I know from like at least like AP classes that I'm taking, it's very obvious that the um, the class is like super standardized. Like it has a curriculum they have to teach um and basically they follow the ap standard and their goal is to make you pass the ap test like in chemistry she tells us exactly what's going to be on the ap test and says don't worry about anything else that's not on the ap test in physics he teaches how to answer like the his questions are similar to the ap test questions so i think it's very obvious that classes like those are built to pass an ap test and like i guess we didn't discuss the structure of that but i think that's why that's what AP classes are. Similarly, honors classes, I think yeah. they follow a similar structure. And reg classes, I don't know, I haven't taken one in a while. Wait, honestly, I think, it, like, I think it like depends. I think reg classes, reg classes have a lot more freedom in terms of what they can cover. Oh yeah, sure. Like I see, yeah, I don't know talking about history. Was uh, they'll, yeah, talk, so... they'll, talk, they'll talk more about applicability, like in the real world, more than the standardized test, right? They'll, they'll yeah. cover whatever you want to cover. They won't like restrict you. Yeah, so that's true of, like, history, but, um, so for, I kind of agree, like, AP classes, they have curriculum, they have stuff to follow, they kind of, like, give you most of the information just to, like, kind of memorize and study, you mainly just study the application of what you're learning in the context of what's going to be on the test, so you only learn how to apply what you know to the problems that you're going to see on the standardized test, you don't learn to apply it to many other things. I think um, facts. Um, I think that mainly differs from physics and math. But I don't know, Varj can talk about um, AP Bio because I've taken like AP Bio or APES, but maybe you guys can talk about how those are. I know APES is quite a bit of memorization. Just yeah, APES is just memorized stuff, you know, for the test. So that's, that's how it, I don't know. About that's kind of like environmental science in general, though. But, in, but it, to... in my opinion, physics and math, we actually learn a good amount. Not that mm. super AP standardized. I don't know about other schools, but at our yeah. school, there's like yeah. a good amount of emphasis on learning. But yeah, but I think I mean, like bio, bio is a lot of memorization, so. Either way, we have to have a standard curriculum. It's a in that curriculum. sense, in that yeah, sense, it's that's kind of based on the subject. That's kind of based on the subject. Itself, that's yeah. True. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then in reg classes, I noticed like there's a lot more freedom, obviously. So, yeah, like like we were specifically talking about history this year. So I'm I'm in regular U.S. history. These guys are in AP, and in regular, we kind of just talk about whatever. So we talk about Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death and what that means for the Supreme Court, all like the past Supreme Court. We talked a lot about a history about the a lot of the history about the Supreme Court. Um, we talked a lot about the history of like, when we were talking about COVID, about like, you know, all the other major pandemics that have happened and how we've learned from those. And uh, that's definitely not close to like the AP history or whatever history curriculum we're supposed to follow, but we had a lot more freedom of what we learned. Yeah, I think, I think that's like kind of what like eighth grade history was about, where like, I remember I had Mr. Khan, so it was a lot of like, he kind of just talked about whatever he felt like talking about. Uh, but he did talk a lot about like like current events. It's actually kind of like fun. I like tied it back in history. I think that's like more of a fun class and more of a like class uh, so to learn about things. What do you think about like, yeah. a, like a regular science? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Building off what Ian said, right? I think it really depends on like which class you take. Like for math and physics, we were talking about. They usually give like notes, homework, test. You know that type of thing. 
and then like history, they give like notes. You study the notes, read the textbook or something, and like you take the test, right? So I mean, if we're discussing the structure like of the class, huh? I mean, there's 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 homework too in these history classes, right? Right. Yeah. There, there's definitely homework. Yeah. I think it's the main difference is not just between like reg and history, but like in between subjects of like history and science is um, like you you're getting material, but then in I say math and physics, pretty much only math and physics for the classes I'm taking is you uh, you actually have to learn the topics to be able to apply it to new problems. You've never seen those problems in the quizzes. So That's physics right. and yeah. math, we've never seen those problems before. Math, like we kind no, of math, right? math, I, math I, I, we I pretty much have. Yeah, yeah, we've seen a good amount of them because you, if you do like all the review, all the review, yeah, yeah, you'll like, see physics, you'll physics see those types of problems. Physics, he literally tells us the quiz questions are going to be things you've never seen before because mm -hmm. I want to test your knowledge of the concepts and yeah. how you're able to apply them. But I don't think that's true of chemistry at all. Um, and I guess yeah, AP, I think I think chemistry is AP, I think chemistry tries science, to bio region of like you kind of need to like yeah, you do do need to memorize a good amount of stuff there. Yeah. So maybe that's just the way the sciences are structured but that's also how the classes are structured yeah because i definitely think that there is a way to teach chemistry where you would not just be like teaching like this is how you do a, like this type of problem yeah i thought, I thought last year's chemistry like, was a lot more free than this year's chemistry like this year feels a lot really? more structured yeah i think last, no, last year probably, that's was, probably that's also probably like a result of like online learning because you can't no, really get on hands-on like experience i thought it was a, I, I think it's a like a the reason that's true is because of, it's an AP class as opposed to an honors class, which is not. So I felt in chem honors, like it's pretty similar. I thought, I thought it was pretty similar. Like we get, I guess like in the labs, we had more freedom to figure things out, but mm -hmm. I thought it was the same structure where they would literally show us how to do the exact type of problem that's going to show up on the AP Yeah. Test. That's just the nature of the, like nature of the like labs. I don't think that's you, the nature of learn, the science though. It's the nature yeah. of the labs. Like you learn more through labs. You can't do labs right now. That's why you're not able to learn like I guess, yeah. that way. I, I, physics but, really falls in that way. Like in physics labs, we pretty much know what's going on in my, in my yeah, opinion. Unless, yeah, that's yeah. Like physics, we don't, we don't figure things out through the lab. You're not able to do but that. But at the same time, the, at the same time, the AP exam for physics will also be like a, how the class is structured. You're going to get new problems that you haven't seen before. It's like the yeah, nature you're of physics. Going to. Yeah, so the nature of physics is that you have to apply the things you learn. It's not like math. Yeah. The nature of it is that you'll get new problems. That's how it is. Yeah, that, that, I think that's true. Like, um, I think that's just the way the science is. So, but there are ways, I think, to make other sciences like that. I'm not sure exactly how you do it with a science that's just based on, like, facts and stuff. But for, like, chemistry, I know you, there, there's definitely a way to do that. Right, 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 right. So, I mean, I think we got, like, a first, uh, like, a good layout of what we want to talk about for the viewers. So, um, we can move on to, like, our next question. So... Let's talk about like what what is an effective way of actually teaching us this, like stuff in school so that we don't forget. Because I, I feel like we're at this like general consensus consensus where like kids don't really learn what they're like taught in school, and they just like learn the stuff and take a test, but they don't really learn in the end goal, right? So I mean, like, what do we do to actually learn and like keep it in our mind? Like one thing I was thinking is like I think midterms and finals are really good for students, so like they like go back and learn every single thing that was taught from lesson one to lesson 10 or whatever. So, so I completely, I actually completely disagree with that. So I, agree. I think I like well. having like, a meet, midterm and a final much, um, leads was, to like a nice. bunch of studied cramming before the night yeah, before. That's but that's that's I don't that's think we need to think about it like you need to learn during two tests. Cause let's think about it this way. If you're studying for the test, you're not, you're usually not trying to actually learn the concepts. And I think like mm -hmm. we all got like, uh, we pr pretty much always got A on that last calc test, but 
we're not that good at calculus. So like, like if we were to apply it, like I applied it myself, like in a robotics context I, yeah. and I was not properly able to apply it. Right. I, I messed up. Um, so like just being able to do well in a calculus class, get an A on the test, doesn't mean you really know it. And so I think like the best way to teach is like, I think Elon Musk said this in an interview once is you don't tell someone what a screwdriver is and then expect them to be able to like put an assembly together with it. You show them that they need to put an assembly together to make something work and then tell them that the screwdriver is like the tool that you need to put it together. Right. So you, you tell them the tools that they need to make things happen. You don't like lay out all the things that they can use and then let them figure out like, how am I going to make this happen with all these tools? Right. So they need to learn like, how do I make the end goal happen? Which is why I think like, like companies like SpaceX are much more productive than like, like not like, cause they're very goal oriented. Their own, the only thing is on their mind is like, how do I make this happen? And they employ all the tools that are going to let them most effectively do that. Where like NASA's like, Oh, let's figure out how we can use this or like this thing, or like, let's look at all the tools and how effective each tool is. Let's do research around that. Uh, in my opinion, but I, I think like just focusing on you can do something with what I'm teaching you here, like, and you can use it to solve this problem or to do something with it. That's really effective in my opinion. You're um, right. And people have started applying that. Like people have realized that over the last like decade or so. That's why we have Common Core. Common Core's goal is to, I'm like uh, moderately paraphrasing slash quoting, uh, to develop critical thinking skills in people so that they can solve their own thing. But in terms of AP classes that we're taking now, like if you want to test their knowledge, uh, you can't, I don't know how you would go about develop, uh, testing those critical thinking skills unless you, like Sajeev said, in physics, uh, go ahead and uh, give someone a completely new problem using the same skills they have. Yeah, I mean, I think like, like on that, like a good way to actually make sure that we learn concepts is um, uh, I think daily quizzes in like math are actually a good way. I'm bombing them for sure, but uh, I think we all are. We're all bombing them. Yeah. Yeah. Even sales bombing them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we don't need to like. I mean, point out point fingers. Yeah, I'm saying all like like even all of us are bombing. I think I think like Bemum or like Viraj has like the highest um test category. I mean, quiz category right now. Daily quizzes are good because I think I'm the lowest. They prevent. No, no, I, I'm most definitely like, <laughs> no, but like, I, like the, the analysis well, wait, that everyone gives is that it prevents, yeah, like, it prevents you yeah. from like prevents cramming. panic, right? Yeah, yeah that's not working. Yeah, no. But the other thing is, it, forces, it makes you. Sorry, yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. You know, you go ahead. Uh, as, as you say, it forces you to actually learn the information in the time. I think it's good. Like, it's really good for paying attention and stuff. And you make sure, like, it also kind of helps with like this, the second part that we were talking about, like how do you retain the information, right? Mm -hmm. So if you know that you're going to be like tested on it, you're more likely to like actively be participating and thinking about it in class. So you are probably more likely to retain the information because you're like thinking about the information um, as it's being taught to you. And there's some people that like, I think there's some people that are like able to really focus on what they're hearing and they're able to remember it for a long time. Like I know a couple students from my brother's like class they were able to do that, which is why they didn't really have to study much. Because when they heard something, they understood it. And once they understood it, they didn't really forget it. They were able to retain it. Yeah, so that's where, that's where I think that there's a like, fine balance between how much you should test. Like, you, should, you can't test too much because people will just be like, I'll study this today and I'll take the test tomorrow, then I'll forget about this. But then you have to emphasize the long-term learning, right? 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna study every day and try to memorize stuff when I can literally do that last week, which, we, which is what we did for math. Really, we just yeah. studied the last week and we didn't we just completely forgot about like the individual topics. And Actually, even, one of our even though we one had of our daily, daily quizzes, quizzes, there was a cumulative thing that you have to know from like earlier chapters. So I think they are starting to incorporate that. We've only been in Cal for six weeks, so we don't know like exactly what they're doing. We've only learned like two chapters, right? And they're yeah. like fairly like you can combine those two chapters pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So they have been kind of doing that. Like we have had limits questions from chapter two on a chapter three daily quiz. Right. So I think they are starting to like accumulate it to where you have to remember everything. Uh, we'll see like later down the line how that happens, but I think that's like, they're starting to do that. So I think that's pretty good for like helping us remember the information, like going back to the old things that we might have to study. Cool. Yeah. So, I mean, wait, so I still don't get like, um, so you guys think midterms and finals don't really help because we're cramming and stuff like that? Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't think that's a good way to um, a thought, like have a class because one, like in terms of like the grade standpoint, I don't. I think a lot of people end up doing not so good on midterms and finals. Exactly. And, I, and I also don't think they should be weighted like as high as they yeah. are. Because... No, I think I think the concept of midterm and final is fine if you do have daily quizzes, but I don't think they should be worth that much of your grade. Like, guys, are we talking ideal or realistic here? Because realistically, in college, uh, like fifty percent of your grades determined by the final, and yeah, you're going exactly. to get you're gonna uh, die if you uh, are not prepped for that, which is what exactly. the high school is aiming to do. That is but true. If you talk about ideally, then yeah, ideally you should have daily quizzes. But uh-huh. yeah. So for college, what it is like? Or I guess uh, yeah, yeah. So the other problem with like midterms and finals in high school is because like classes are fairly short you're going to have not that many questions on our midterms and finals. That's going to cover not every single topic. And it's going to be a good amount of points. For example, like our chem test, right? We have like a hundred slides of notes in chem, right? Oh but, my God. but the test is 20 points, 10 or 11 questions, which covers maybe like a total of like 20, maybe 25 slides. So mm-hmm. if you just don't know a good amount of stuff, like if you don't know very specific things, you could just get destroyed. Like if you just forget one concept on one slide, you're going to lose a point, right? You have to know everything, but you're only going to be tested on something. So in that sense, like the midterm and final is bad because you're being tested on only a small amount of things. So it's only going to point out a small amount of weaknesses, right? So if you're using a midterm as like a scale for, these are the things that I should need to remember for the final. Like I should prepare these for the final as well, right? If it's cumulative then it's not going to point out all your weaknesses because it's only telling you from a small range of what you're covering what's wrong. Um, so you're not actually, right. like, knowing what you're getting wrong. And then for college, like what Eisenhower was saying, like my brother's in college right now, and get a, they don't have to do a lot of homework because it's not all assigned. But if you don't do it when the midterm comes around, and all the midterms are in, like, one week, and – they're huge parts of your grade. Like if you don't know what you're doing, you're just going to be screwed. So you really have to be like, you have to advocate for your own learning. Like you definitely do because not all the problems, so it's not all the problems that are going to be graded. There's going to be nights where you just don't want to do anything and you want to go out and party or whatever. But if you don't learn it that night, if you don't force yourself to like do your own quizzing, then you're not going to be able to be like, you're not going to be able to do well. In the midterm. Right. Okay. That's, that's great. I think we covered that pretty well. So, I mean, if we start talking about like the underlying issues that teachers put when we when they like help us study and stuff for the test, I mean, how can we actually change the school to benefit us like in the future? And like, I mean, one of the problems is I don't think teachers and like the administration would like actually listen to students and take their advice. So I mean, 
I don't know, like what are some solutions that would help not only us, but the teachers make the classes more enjoyable and like actually help us retain the information? Why does it have to be an issue? I mean, considering we're online, a lot of people are facing really bad circumstances. I think they're doing pretty well personally. I think he meant in like general. Like, right. Yeah, like, because like, oh, the I mean, structure of classes cool. like ever, yeah. Like, like, yeah, it's not, yeah, yeah, right. Like being online is just not ideal. So, I mean, I mean, okay. I'm, I'm really right. talking about like in real life school, like assuming, when it's normal. Assuming, I'm sorry, it's not hell. Yeah, it's all good. So, I guess I'll bring this from like an engineer's perspective, like an engineering student perspective. He's already passionate about engineering. And I guess like this might not be like a very common case for people to like kind of know what they want to do. But for me, like I would like, I would really love to go to school where I learn like I have like lecture in the morning where I learn a decent amount of stuff. And then I just have like lab after where I can go in and I'm trying to apply these concepts to like real problems. Cause I think it, like I talked about this earlier, like if you think about schools, what they really are is they're a bunch of concentrated knowledge and intellect in different fields because a lot of people have different interests and different knowledge and different things, but we don't, we aren't really like using that for anything. I think we can use that and we can explore our passions by being able to look at, what projects are like in the fields that we're actually want to like explore, right? Because right now we don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what like a chemist actually does on a day to day basis. I don't either. So if if I was able to go to school and there was like a chemistry like school like at my school or something, which is like essentially I guess I'm talking about college right now. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty much describing college right now. So, but if I was able to like learn things and then just go and think about like if I was able to just learn things and then like work on a project where I have to use my skills. And you can, like, they right. grade that project for a grade, I guess. Or, but right. but I mean, where I'd, like, Sajib, see the usability. Yeah, yeah. Sajib, you mentioned passions, right? So that brings me to, like, my next question. I feel like in the Bay Area right now, we're not really focused on our passions. And I think we touched on this, like, a little bit in the last episode. But, I mean, mm-hmm. we're not really Thanks. focused on passions. And, like, we just want the grade. But I feel like if you go to some other school, like, around the country, do you guys think it's a little different there where people actually explore their passions and care about learning instead of like the grade i don't know about you but i completely can we define the word passion because people throw that word around a lot i think we're kind of going off topic let Let me let me me tie this back to something that we're talking about so we're talking about structure of class and then we brought up passion those two are actually very closely related because i i personally think that the structure of school right right now thwarts passion because you're not able to like explore your own passion when you or like focusing on other things, right? So if you're focusing on doing a bunch of busy schoolwork and memorizing, how are you going to have the time to explore the passion? Uh, I, I was just going to say, like, I don't know about you, but like, I, I don't think like I do things that like I'm not like interested in, right? Like other than like maybe like actual classes at school, which I'm forced to take, such as like history. Like, I don't think I actually enjoy, <laughs> like, I don't think I, like I, a lot of things I do, I do because like I enjoy them. Like I don't do things that I don't enjoy. Like I try things, like other activities in high school. And like I, like, I just didn't continue doing them because I didn't like like violin. Like I did that for a year. Horrible, horrible experience. So bad. Wait, so, so let bad. me ask you this. Um, I have bad, a question for you, Ian. Um, yeah, yeah. What it do? What it do? So I mean, I know it's been like kind of on and off with your CS experience. Like you're you're yeah. obviously a very good coder. I don't mean to deride or anything, oh, no. but um, okay, you're not. I mean, thanks for being honest, right? But um, do you actually like enjoy CS or does it does it just like? Fit your application, oh, yeah. you know? No, no, I definitely do. I definitely do. Because, like, one, oh, okay. um, it's, like, I think I'm relatively, like, decent at it. I was joking when I'm not. But uh, I, I think uh, it's it's fun. It's something I actually, like, like doing. There's a reason I got into it. I think the part where it's, like, you know, like, the stuff I'm like, wow, I really hate this. It's when you get too deep into it. 
I don't know about you. Like, I know this guy does like physics and he does this like at robots all day. But like for me, when I do something like all day, right. it gets kind of uh, it gets kind of tough. So I think that's it's, like especially during summer, I was coding like every single day, twelve hours a day. It was it was pretty bad. But and now it's a lot better because you know, I have school. Yeah, yeah. See, 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 this is how. It, yeah. So, yeah. So basically, I think this is where like a line between passion and something else gets kind of blurred. Because sure, like you love doing like CS, like you you like you like doing CS. You're interested in right. But then at mm. the end of the day, you'd rather be like just have like doing like not doing anything, just having fun, right? Oh, absolutely. Like, I think yeah, that, that, yeah, that's that, that's like I what people, a lot of people don't understand. I mean, if I you didn't know. have to get a bag, I think people would like just yeah, yeah. That's, that's, but that's the, the fact that you're interested. Wait, wait, can I can I finish? One hundred percent. Someone speak. Someone's being hard. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a bit. I'm a bit used to crossfire right now. So like, dude. No, yeah, no, so wait, wait, let Aditya Bambam speak. Yeah, yeah, Aditya, please continue. Yeah, yeah, so I'm saying that, like, obviously you want to do whatever you want. You don't want to really do any work, but at the point where you're, fo- you're like, fo- focused on getting, like, a bag and stuff, and you mm-hmm. want, like, you <laughs> you want to, like, find work, right? And and you have fun doing it. Like, that's, that's like, the best possible scenario. Right. Yeah, I, so I, think I think, like, I was very lucky. Like, I was able to do that, so... Like, I was very lucky. It's like, everything in school connects with what I, like, want to learn about. But, like, what do you do if you don't know what you want to do? What do you do if you haven't found your passion yet? Like, I don't know if you can connect to this. Like, what classes do you decide to take if you haven't found your passion? Right, because I feel like, Sajeev, I think you're, like, a very rare scenario, and so are you, Farge, because, like, you guys actually enjoy, like, the process of getting, like, the process of gaining that bag. But a lot of people don't really have that, you know? Like, Oh, you too. I mean, you too, Ian, but... um, (laughs) Wait, so like wait you too. so if you had if you had no idea like what you want to learn what you like to learn how would you want to learn things exactly like you you don't know what to learn so he asked you the question i'm asking, this, I'm asking that as a question to everyone <laughs> nobody is answering my question no yeah i mean no one spoke up so i'm just saying like i mean there's no i mean what, what are you supposed to do what's right, your perspective on it ask it again Let rephrase it i didn't, I didn't... Okay, like, if you, if you did not, like, have your passion as CS, right, or if you did not know exactly what you wanted to learn, how right. would you want to learn things? Like, how would you want to learn a broad amount of things? And I guess, I, I guess I'm basically asking, how do you want to learn a push? If, you, if you're not sure that you don't want to learn, right? <laughs> oh, I see. Because, like, uh, if you're someone that doesn't know what you want, like, like, you might not focus on school, but there are, you're going to be learning about a lot of subjects that might influence what you learn in the future. So you're going to have, like, a basic level of interest for all of them, right? I think it's just trying stuff, right? Like, I think a lot of people don't try things, and that's why they don't, like, find what they Why do you think want. people don't try things? Because they lazy. have a closed mindset. Like, they already, they no, already, I think they're already closed lazy. out. No, I don't think... I, don't, the issue, I, think, I, I think it's because people just load AP classes they don't want to take, and they spend more time studying things that they don't want to study. One, the wrong they get distracted. Two people are lazy. Okay, like, like if you're if you're sitting down, like if I'm sitting down and I'm sitting like studying bio, mm-hmm. like I'm reading a bio textbook, I'm gonna hate my life. Like I'm gonna yeah, be on my phone all right. the time because yeah. I have no interest in that. Wait, so I mean, for me, that's personally why. Answer, 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 answer. I think you're on the right track, but I think you, uh, got diver- Sorry, I continue. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking too, like to answer like sales question about like, oh, like what, what is the reason? I think it's like for someone who doesn't know like what kind of career they want to do, I don't think it's because. Like they haven't been exposed to it, especially here. Like you can just like read yeah, up on things, anything. right? You can do anything. If you have a computer, you can do whatever you want, right? It's just that people don't have the like, uh, like what is it called? What is it? like the like the, they aren't they're, they're too lazy. Like people don't want to like go out. No, and, and a lot of people don't really have resources. Like we're kind of excluding that part. I mean, that's we're only true. Sure, right, like, right, yeah. I think we're only talking about it from like our. I, I, I think it's, I think it's only fair for us to talk about it from our perspective. Yeah, right. Yeah, 
Yeah, Wait, Raj, why don't you finish up what you were saying yeah, like, like, mean, what, about a dickiest point and my point as well? Okay, I'm just going to combine them because like, I'm trying to yeah. say the same thing. Yeah, yeah, First yeah. of all, I hate the word passion. I think passion is a... Fact, dude, it's overrated, dude. Everyone just I, it's a, yeah, it's like, an overrated word that's used to describe a general interest in something mm. that may not amount to anything. No, it's, it's and, used... Whoa, it's, whoa. It's, it's, whoa. It's, what do you mean? Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Rush, real You're going to move on. I just want to get this through. I think people use the word just to mask the fact that they're doing something for college. I think like a lot of the time people just use that word. I agree. But, yeah, but, but you can go on, yeah. The thing is, so Jesus right. If you sit down and you read a biotech book for like a five month for five months straight, you're gonna hate your life. And I completely agree <laughs> with that. But that's not biology. Biology mm-hmm. is like, for example, working on a project to improve uh, eyesight or something. Okay. It's trying to figure out these moments, it's find a pattern that no one has ever found before. It's not reading out of textbooks. Some exactly. people lump all of these under the same category. And so one person might hate bio because they just sit down and read a book. And another person might have a passion for it uh, because they went and like did uh, some, something in a lab or something. But uh, those two people, they claim they like the same thing, but they don't. Hmm. And we need to recognize these differences. But here's right. where I think, that, I think that people, some passions, people just can't like, like they won't allow themselves to explore. Like let's say I have a passion. I like I like analyzing sports, right? I like talking about sports with my friends, right? But I'm never going to really feel com- like completely comfortable like setting that as like my career path, right? Because it's very like like not it's like it's very risky. First of all, like you won't you yeah. won't feel like like good while you're going through that path. So even it's if I think we- even if I'm invested in that career path, even if I really like it, like that won't really help. Like that won't really affect me in the future because i'm not going to pursue that i think it's because we, uh, we think we have things to lose like we have like all the time that we spent into other things to lose if we just exactly. like dive into something right exactly. cool yeah i know we talked about like how passion is like an overused term and stuff like that just like simp but that's kind of unrelated but so i mean oh. if we aren't talking about passions right like a filler word could be like interest right a lot of people don't particularly enjoy school and now with like the growth of TikTok, you see a lot of people like talking about real estate, um, investing and all that kind of stuff, like you're all that good stuff. Yeah, I mean, we'd be talking about like sellers and stuff like that, sellers, <laughs> leasers, all that good stuff. So I mean, Ray, oh, yeah. have a point. Yeah, I'm getting to my question, right? So I'm sure you guys all have TikTok. And you guys have been seeing like, all these. All these the, episodes, the, like, uh, uh, thank, thank you, thank you. Oh, the DMM does not have a TikTok. The Mike Ross Dude, but he has more famous for Is there a question? I'm so <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, yeah, so, I've been waiting for like the last minute. Yeah, right, dude, you guys keep interrupting me, so I mean, I'm trying to get to the question, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. on TikTok, do you guys ever see these like college dropouts yes, talking about yes, we did. talking about? You like, didn't finish the question. Yes. Ask the question. Yes, no, he's investing. asking if we've, if we've seen like, the things. We've seen no, no, no. Let me finish the question, right? It's rhetorical. So, it's rhetorical. No, I understand it's rhetorical. I don't want to ask it because we all have. This, this, yeah. Okay, guys, calm down. Calm down. Right. So have you guys seen these like college dropouts just talking about investing, dropshipping, affiliate marketing, all that good stuff? Because they just want to chase money. They don't They don't care about like all these yes. like textbook, textbook, uh, 
yeah. studying and all that good stuff. So, I mean, what do you yes. guys think? About okay, that? let me go first, Steve, because I, I, think, I think you have a lot of opinion on So, let me get my, my opinion. Yeah, okay. Sure. Oh, yeah, right. Steve go last. Steve go last. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> I, I, think, I should I think, probably I touch think. on, like, the Roth IRA and, like, 401k and all that good stuff. Because, like, okay, yeah. uh-huh. none of us really know what that is. <laughs> I think we're, we're gonna get, I'm going to get destroyed oh, yeah. by the time limit, but sure. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay, real quick. I think um that stuff is super overrated. Like, I think there's a reason exactly. people go to college. And there's people, re- like, you get a degree, right? Like, obviously, some people are going to be able to, like, find new ways to like get a bag right like uh, an athlete like how many athletes are actually go pro right like and how many of them go pro actually become good enough to get any sort of like money they can live off right like very few and obviously you can do that i think it's the same thing right it might be a higher rate of people who can pull off like drop shipping but i i don't think it's sustainable and i don't think people should like see that and go like go off on it. i think like there's a reason like the the structure that you get is high school education get good grades right get a diploma go to college, get a degree, then get a job. Uh, or even like, go to trade school, get a job. I think, I think there's a reason that you shouldn't be doing dropshipping, right? I think that there's a reason that people don't like, people yeah, go right. to college for a reason. Uh, I, I, think, I, 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 think, I disagree think, with that. Uh, I disagree with that. It's very simple. I think you that, only hear about the success stories. You never hear about the failures. That's facts, that's facts. So, so here's, yeah. what I, here's, what, here's my opinion on it. So basically, sure, dropshipping and all these things are really cool, but these are all, these are all like new ideas, right? So if you want to go oh. out, wait, no, no, like, initially when people do it and initially when you promote it, it's usually like your own take on something, your own spin on something, you know, what you're like, they're promoting how, Oh, I can teach you how to drop ship or something. Like you can't follow something like that and like expect to be successful. Right. If you want to start something new, you have to like blaze your own path. Like if you want to start, like start something like completely out of the ordinary like that, you, you can't just follow someone's guide or someone's tutorial on how to like do this. You have to find your own path. Like I think. Yeah, I agree. But um, going back to like Ayn's path, I don't think like following the structure of just going to school, college, and then getting a job, that that shouldn't be ideal to be honest. Like all these new ideas coming up with Dude, like entrepreneurship ideal? and all this stuff like Wait, that. But there's I, a I reason. Yeah, okay, reason it so, works, right? Right. Yeah. Also, I mean, it doesn't it necessarily doesn't work, work for a lot of people. people. Like, it yeah, it doesn't work for a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people end up just sitting in the cubicle. Don't can't handle college. And you have to understand that like 40% of people that graduate aren't able to get jobs that easily once they come out of college, right? Even even with degrees, there's a lot of statistics around you come out of college and not able to find a job. I guess I'll offer my opinion. Like, first of all, like on the things like I said that it's like over it, not real money. I think that's just completely false. Like you need a side income, right? I think a lot of the like, like a lot of people that live in our neighborhood, the reason they're wealthy is because they have side income. They have a lot of investments. They have a lot of like, like side hustles, right? They're able to make them good. They're basically cash cows that they don't have to spend money on. A lot of people do that. And that's how a lot of people have stable income that they're able to like depend on. And like, yeah, they have like patient money. Sorry. And they so have, like a bunch comes, of different income sources, I guess. Yeah. You have many income streams and like on what I also said about, like the general structure of college. That's not necessarily true for businessmen. That's true for engineers. That's true for like computer scientists, of course. But that's like, I just know much about business. So he wouldn't know that like no. a businessman, right? The, those people don't follow that path because you don't like, you're not going to learn much in business school about how to make a really successful business. And that's why a lot of people, a lot of businessmen are college dropouts because they aren't able to like focus on what they need to do to learn about business by doing that. And then what Ajithi said, like, you can't like learn tutorial. You have to make your own path. I don't think that's necessarily true. A lot of people just watch a tutorial and are able to make decent money dropshipping. Like I was able to do that. Right. A lot of people are able to take a basic formula and do it. It's because there is a psychological behavior of buyers on social media, on like on SEO. That's predictable. There's predictable buyer behavior that you can just basically buy into. Right. 
And so there's, it's not hard to make like money through that if you follow a certain path. And then like on investments and everything, like, of course, I think I'll tie this back to school. Like school doesn't really teach us. Like I know there's a new intro to business class where they're actually starting to talk about these mm-hmm. things, but a lot, a lot of the reason that the, our area is wealthy and people here have a lot of money is because they reinvest their money. That's like right. I know, I assume like all of our parents are investing yeah. their money, right? Not only in real estate, um, but like in the stock market and stuff. And they're also doing other things like putting money into Roth IRAs and 401ks where they're taxed later on, or when you retire, you can pull out money that's, going to be taxed at in a much lower income bracket in order to save a lot of money and that gets reinvested too so that's growing and it's not taxed so a lot of these things that we can learn to save money we aren't taught like i only know this because my parents know and my parents know because they were able to get educated so if you're if you're starting from like a poor family that doesn't have much financial knowledge then you're not going to learn much this is not going to be passed down through your family right and if it's not taught in school then where are you going to get that right so I think that's a, one reason that there's like a cycle of poverty too, because people don't get the education they need to learn to invest and get side income streams and get financial stability. So if, if school's not teaching it and like if school's not teaching it, then that's a problem. Cause that's the one place, like that's the first place you should be getting a good amount of knowledge. Okay guys, I think that was a great episode. We talked about a bunch yes, of different sir. stuff. We kind of swayed off topic, but that's pretty good because we were able to link back like, um, like, uh, like, doing stuff that school doesn't actually teach you that don't really abide by the structure of class. So I think that's great. I hope you guys enjoyed our episode. Goodbye. Very nice. Good work, boys.